Welcome back to another episode, the last one for March, of Coffee and Collaboration, the ultimate fan club podcast. My name is Kimberly Winborn. For those of you who are joining for the first time, my company is Kimberly Winborn LLC, and I'm the founder of Coffee and Collaborations Media. Guess what? We'll be celebrating three years. You can, I know y'all can get tired of me saying that if you hear me every week. If you jump on every week, you've heard me say it. We're going to be celebrating three years on April the 2nd. So be sure to follow Coffee and Collaborations on all social media so you can see some of the exciting things that we'll be putting out. Um, I am excited for this last guest that for the month of March, which we have been celebrating Women's History Month all month long. We have been bringing on some of my friends, new and old, who are bosses in their industry and they are doing amazing things they're helping people they're out in the community as leaders um, they are entrepreneurs who are making sometimes six figures seven figures they're just bosses and i just love it that i've been able to have them on my platform number one i've learned so much this month i feel so smart and number two, <laughs> they've been able to give you tips. So I think from each show, I've had different people say that they were able to take a tip or a tool, which you guys know I'm all about resources and education. And so this is not going to be any different. Today, we have the president of <clears throat> Living the Life I Love, LLC, Dr. Stevie Mills. So let's bring, bring her on now. Hi, Dr. Mills. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited to have you. Um, guys, make sure to be listening. And if you're not driving or something like that, I know a lot of people are working from home these days. Make sure to take some notes. I think she's a plethora of knowledge. From the first time I met her, which was in an uh, eWomen Network uh, meeting, from the first day I met her, we immediately were like uh, attracted to each other in the way of you know business. I would love to connect with you. I would love to do more together. And so this is the first time, though, uh, that we've been able to connect again. I follow her, she follows me, and I'm excited to have her because you guys always, we, we wanna know how we can scale our businesses, right? We wanna know how we can go to the next level, how we can walk in our, our greatness. And so here's somebody who can help us to do that, who can, who's done it even in a crisis like the pandemic and is gonna share with us how to do it. So tell us about, I love the name, Living the Life I Love, LLC. So tell us about that, how you came up with that name and what it is that you do, Dr. Mills. Thank you so much and congratulations on your soon to be three years of podcasting. That's incredible. Thank yes. you. <laughs> I am Dr. Stevie Aisha Mills and I help Christian women entrepreneurs attract their ideal clients so they can make six figures in their business online quickly and create a life that they love. And so my ultimate mission is to help women to make six figures, right? Because we know, according to Small Business Administration, that less than 11% of all businesses will make six figures, right. according to stats. So I love creating stat breakers. Another thing that 
I love to do is to help women stay visible because if you are visible, that means that we see you and that means that you have less likely the opportunity to disappear or be forgotten. And for me, that's my way of helping to eradicate suicide. And it's really something that God gave me. I don't even um, know a lot of people who battled suicide in the fact of before I started my business. Now I know lots of women who've gone through this and publicly have shared that they've gone through it. But it just was something that God placed inside of me to do. And I put it down for a couple of years, the name. I didn't use it till he connected all the pieces. Right. So now I understand I have a background in public relations. And I help visibility and all this stuff for this bigger purpose of what I do. I love that, you know, and it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs are dealing with, especially because we experience burnout and we don't know what to do with it because of the fact that we have to keep going. You know, many people have that hustle mindset and we don't understand that we need to focus on our mental health, resting, spirituality, you know, all of those things. So I love that. And when I read the name, like when I first read it, that that was the title of your company. It, it also is an affirmation. Like it gives me a, a person who wants to live the life I love. It gives me an affirmation to understand that I can do that. Like I can live the life I love. And so that's absolutely awesome. And so you're talking about helping women, Christian women to make six figures. And that is something that over time in the, in the Christian church, it's almost like a sin or something to make money. And so how are you helping these women to get to this six figures? What are some tips or some things that you're helping them to do when it comes to visibility? Honestly, the first thing we work through is that I have to teach them to rock their it factor. My first book okay. was called Cultivating Your It Factor. And I believe that I always tell my clients a couple of things. I say, now that I have the honorary doctorate, I can suggest some stuff. So, <laughs> so one of the suggestions I make is definitely run, it's your business, run it like it is. Too often we try to emulate somebody else's business. Yeah. And not our business. And because, you know, I do serve Christian women, we understand that God has set us apart. We're a peculiar person in his eyes. And so I always tell people, run it like it is. If there was one way to run business, there would not be multiple Facebook ads. Right. There would not even take it very simply be multiple hamburger restaurants. You know, <laughs> all these, we have to, and I help them to really get back to um, the purpose of what we have. And so in that, I think the main thing is to truly help people remember, like, okay, y'all, let's break it down like it's a fraction. Let's break it down elementary. Then the second thing I tell people is that you only need a flyer and a link. Honestly, mm -hmm. you need a flyer to tell people what you're doing and a link for people to pay you. Mm -hmm. And my clients laugh because, you know, we hear about all these amazing tools, but if we're not making money in our business, then we can't afford the tool. We're losing money and we don't want to make expensive hobbies. Mm. So I tell them, what is the thing that you want to do? Who do you want to serve? And what product do you want to do? And sometimes it's like, start with this one product. And like the old saying, ride it till the wheels come off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's how, honestly, last year in the midst of the pandemic, I was able to make over $100,000. I made $107,000 in the midst of the pandemic, most of it being between May and December. That's so awesome. 
Thank That's you. That's so awesome. God and you made it using those tips and tools. Yeah. That's so awesome. So what was your business like before that? Maybe so we can have some sort of a measuring stick. Now, I'm not trying to go too deep, you know, um, share what you want to share. What you want to share but yeah. I'm an open book. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah. The, the great thing about it is that, you know, even in the midst of a pandemic, people, millionaires were made. You know, I made six figures. And I praise Jesus for that. Millionaires were made. And it's because they solved a problem. That's yeah. the thing. For me, I had been doing my business online for a lot of time, mm -hmm. but because I was in the sea of sameness, then I was not being seen. But when everybody had to learn how to do their business quickly online, that's when people started looking a little bit differently and hearing. And God just in a, a sea of women. Plus, guess what? Last year, about July, I think June, July, maybe. I was running some Facebook ads and you know what Facebook ads, you got to be very, very, very streamlined in what it is. And because yeah. I wasn't at that time, I was losing money. <laughs> and I know the successful business person, you're not supposed to lose money. So it's Yeah. God downloaded to me, um, the fact of changing to Christian women. So mm -hmm. up until all the years and next, uh, October, I'll be in business 12 years. Up until a time, you know, I would do, I would pray, we would talk about Jesus, but I didn't put a label of Christian women on my business till that time. So I really yielded my business, honestly, to God and came into what he wanted. And even now it's yielding again to the fact of more ministerial than entrepreneurial. So it's a lot of different things in which have crafted over the course of my business. Wow. You know what? You know, I, I almost feel like I'm looking in a mirror as I listen to you. Um, and the reason being is because when you ask, so it's a couple of things you said, you talked about the sea of sameness and needing to stand out. Um, you spoke with God and he told you that the market, the target that you needed to be worked with, he had something more for you. Um, and so then you went from opening it up to working with women in business who are Christian women to now using t verbiage in terms like ministry. And so it's such an evolution and it's only one that's yours. So back to the, the authenticity and, and walking in, you know, the things that he has for you. So really seeking him, but even the boldness to be a, to, to walk in that, to say, I am a Christian woman my business model is, 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 you know, is founded on, you know, I have a whole bunch of things that I can do, whether you're a Christian or not, but I have a calling or what have you to these women in business to help them to thrive. And that is one of the areas, Christian women in business that we charge, we don't charge anything hardly, you know, you feel like, oh, well, it's ministry. So I shouldn't charge, you know, and just getting over the guilt um of of charging people and then suffering as a result because you're doing all of this stuff on the business side sometimes in your churches too and now you have nothing left and i can see how even with the spiritual foundation that could lead to suicide so i love your journey um i love where you started i love how you opened the door and i love where you evolved to and one of the things that we've been talking about a lot in all of coffee and collaborations is the pivot so even in a crisis, 
being able to adjust and adapt. And as a result, what comes from that? And so you just mentioned that you adjusted and adapted. Well, I know you're in PR. How much has you been in the digital space? Because I know you're heavily there now. I know you were doing some stuff. So how much would you say percentages just, you know, off the cuff that you had to amp it and ramp it up in order to make that $107,000 from May to uh, December? Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate you because that is a blessing. Um, I don't, honestly, honestly, this is, it's going to sound real crazy when I say it, but I slowed down. Mm. I didn't speed up. And I think I got more strategic in the fact of this is why I do. Even with PR, I have a degree in PR from North Carolina A&T. And even in that, God kept showing me, like, I was like, I can do PR and I can make a lot of money. I could probably even go back into corporation and make money mm-hmm. in PR. But I was like, I don't want to do PR. And I didn't want to do it because, not because it's not a great industry, but I didn't want to do it because it's very subjective. I don't mm-hmm. own CBS, NBC, ABC, none bt cnn none of these stations but what i can teach women is that we have whether it's an iphone or an android we have the opportunity in our hands to get visible every day whereas if you pay me as a publicist my job is to pitch you it is not to make sure you're visible Mm -hmm. so to me because i understand that that's also subjective and I don't want people to pay me and not, I'm a results driven person. <laughs> so I feel like if you're not getting the results that I want you to have, it's hard. And so it, it sent me inside of the space where I'm like, mm-hmm. let me just help you get visible. Yeah. So for me, it kind of helped me to be very strategic, even now where like now that I've made six figures, because mm-hmm. I believe in being, um, having integrity and authenticity as well. But I couldn't teach you how to make six figures before I made it. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of streamlined to the fact of women making six figures who are Christian online and attracting their ideal client. So it's very much before I was very broad. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's helped me to work less, helped me to identify the people, kind of like being able to cast my net mm-hmm. every day and saying, this is the place where I need to go cast my net. And God, you bring the people, <laughs> you yeah. bring whatever you want me to do Absolutely. and just being able to be a resource to help. I love that. You know, that is one of the, one of the favorite stories, one of my favorite mm-hmm. stories, especially in relation to entrepreneurship, you know, casting our nets. I love that um, because it, it, it speaks so much to faith. And so let me ask a question before I go to the next. Um, I want to talk a bit about mentorship, but let me ask you this. Was it difficult to begin to talk with people in business and, and knowing sometimes people aren't Christians or what have you, but still representing Christ or representing God? Was that a difficult transition for you at any point? It was difficult for me to put it on my business. Like <laughs> it was, it was like, okay, God, uh, even though like I, I was doing the things like last year, we did an event that would be four hours each Saturday called the bridge. Okay. And the bridge in my mind was supposed to be co-working. Like, you know how you have co-working spaces in your city. It was a virtual co-working space where people can come, women can come and just work. Yeah. And it ended up being so not that it ended up being, being like the time for them. Like one of my clients said they got their salvation and healing on the bridge. Girl. It ended up being somewhere where they came and we prayed and just talked and stuff. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? So God literally crafted my business. He would have me create spaces. And that's something I still do over the years inside of my business. My very first thing I did in entrepreneurship was when I was back in the day, 
so funny. I was a Mary Kay consultant. I wear no makeup. So <laughs> I did very Maybe well. you got the bomb skin or something. <laughs> <laughs> I did very well in that company, but I did create Beauty From Head to Toe Tour because I wanted to have go beyond makeup because it's always for me been like okay what happens why is like deeper than the yeah. surface yeah so we did this multi-stage tour when I had no money God provided again and we went from Virginia North Carolina and Georgia with this tour and so for me I've always want I've always created spaces where women could come and just talk and yeah. so that's what we did so it wasn't that I wasn't doing the work but the thing to define it because we always prayed, we always did these things and talked about Jesus because that's what I knew to talk about. But mm-hmm. it was like, let's hone in on on this and let's make sure that we know. So it started, people call me evangelist meal. <laughs> it started becoming like an evangelistic <laughs> thing. And I always ran from that because I'm like, my grandmother was evangelist meal. That is not me. So <laughs> just going into the space and place of that. But I think I once I made the decision I saw him open doors that wouldn't have been open had I not made the decision I love it I love it um one of the things that you've said so many things actually that are like you know really sitting with me and um so I have my questions and all that stuff it's so many things that you're putting out there that are making me think of other things but I'm gonna stay on task um <laughs> I love your journey I, I really truly do Thank you. one of the things that I want to ask you about is because the focus of the friends uh the fan club is friends accountability network and so it's an acronym fan club and one of the things that is truly important in mentorship coaching you know all of that is accountability and what I would like to know is along the journey love it that you rested more you kind of took a step back and you weren't hustling in order to make that six figure so number one that is i love that you shared that because many people do view entrepreneurship as that hustle and grind and that's why we're burning ourselves out that's why we're depressed and sad and suicidal and all these other things or poor health you know doing all the right stuff but in the end of the year poor health getting sick easily covid all that other stuff what is mentor? What has mentorship been um, for you in your journey to this six figures, or even as a twelve-year entrepreneur? Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. Has mentorship played a big role in you evolving? And then, if so, can you share with us how? Absolutely, absolutely. So I have a few coaches. <laughs> I have a few coaches. I always say my main coach is my spiritual life coach. That's Dr. Marilyn Porter. She has walked this walk in, with me. And what's really interesting is that my grandmother was the, the the mantle. Like I felt like she was the one who had me covered, my covering. Yeah. And when my grandmother transitioned from the earth, I met Dr. Porter. She came like, literally they like tag, you got next. Like, <laughs> oh, and so God, yeah. what had happened was that she is now my covering. She also now just in the, um, entrepreneurial realm she is the CEO of my company which is so because I'm like I trust you with my life I definitely trust you with my business okay so um so yeah so she's definitely one you know shout out why I do I work with her she does a lot of um projects for me I'm in her mastermind okay Mm -hmm. so you know I have on and on and on and on but like even now my mom is one of my mentors she helps me in my business as well she's a vice president of my company so it's like wow 
all kinds of women and I'm the type who believes that you can learn anything from anyone Mm -hmm. so even those who may not wear the crown of mentorship you know I have a sales mentor Shea Brown all like just people even though you may not wear the crown of being a mentor and that's you're hired as a coach I still learn from everybody because I believe school is never out for the pro I either learn how to do it right or do it wrong there's still a lesson there yeah. Taria Avant helps me with books. This, I list, These are people through the years now, and even now, that they are people who I'm in daily contact with. I love it. Yeah, a lot of, you know, for years, it wasn't something that now I knew about apprenticeship because my background was hair. Like, that was my first business, cosmetology. So I knew the concept of apprenticeship right? Uh, you, you learn how to do a haircut, <laughs> you learn how to do uh, relax or, you know, all the different things from watching somebody else do it. Um, but when it translated to mentorship, which also though came with accountability, whereas apprenticeship doesn't necessarily, now it can, but a lot of times it was kind of like, okay, watch me do it and go do it. And if you get it wrong on somebody's head, I, okay, you know, it's, it's nobody coming back and saying, you know, let's make sure to get this right. It's kind of you having to go to them and say, you know, hey, can you help me again or not? So I got apprenticeship, but mentorship was a bit different. That was somebody that was actually a bit invested in you, which I love because that helps to keep you accountable. Um, And coaching on a whole other level, you know, that's somebody really, you know, digging in and helping you to truly go from one step to the next to the next. Would you consider yourself one or the other? I never wanted to be a coach, <laughs> if I'm very honest. I never wanted to be a coach. However, I've been called coach. That's what I've been called mentor. And I was called that very early in my business. I never wanted to be called to coaches because even going through, there are certain people who have their clients worship them. And I don't oh, yeah. want to be, I, I'm dealing with idolatry. Yeah. So I didn't want to be called a coach, but I think I do coaching. I do mentoring. I do consulting. I'm the type of person that somebody comes to me with a problem. I kind of solve it. Yeah. So coaching is kind of let me help you arrive to the No, we're, I'm going to get you to the quick path. I'm yeah. not one to take the slow journey a lot of yeah. times, but <laughs> I think it just, I, I do do some coaching and people mm-hmm. have paid me for that. I think I'm just really they call me my clients now call me a walking testimonial where they could just look and see the things and they're like we learn so much more watching you than you can ever teach me so yeah I love that you know when you're looking to evolve or when you're looking to grow and you're looking to the thing that I've learned is you design or define the life that you want and then you learn from somebody that's done it and then you go do it so you're kind of that example of the foundation of my company which is you know my logo is the butterfly um, with the kw in it um, Mm -hmm. and that is all about transformation and um, metamorphosis and you know evolution and all of that but it starts with to me defining what you want you know i'm a finance coach defining what is the life that you want to see down the road learning from somebody who's done it and then going and doing it so right now they're learning from me certain things i haven't achieved and i can't teach it so i have to bring that's why i have affiliate partners i have to bring them in to teach it so then they can continue to grow and i love that yours is fast track basically it's kind of like look we're not gonna take five years to get here when we can do it in six months so i need you to commit 
to this six months. Um, so I love your pivot story. I love that your pivot story doesn't include the hustle, but it includes being wise and smart and figuring out the tools and resources so that you can win um, through that. What are some tips that you would like to share? Um, some of the things that you're sharing out there, because you're everywhere now. She's okay. Clubhouse. She is. So if you guys haven't heard of Clubhouse, uh, I hear that you need to be on Clubhouse. I'm on there, but I haven't been on there on there. <laughs> And so Clubhouse, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you know, you're, you're in a lot of places. I don't, LinkedIn, are you on LinkedIn quite a bit doing things? So lots of workshops and lots of uh, speak, uh, speaking engagements with others, lots of collaboration. Um, please share with us some nuggets of wisdom, of some things that people can get from you when it comes to business scaling, when it comes to pivoting and moving forward, making that six figures, especially Christian business women who may be looking. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you. We serve a God of abundance. That's the first thing. <laughs> and so nowhere inside the Bible did I read that God wants us to be broke. You know, right. I, I know a lot of scriptures don't say that they say things like abundant they say things like mighty they say mm -hmm. things like you know omnipotent they say things like that and I think Absolutely. that we have to be we have to know who we are inside of Christ then we have to know who we are in this world and understand that he has put us here for a specific thing for a specific reason whatever that reason is that's why it's here and we can never nobody else can come and do what it is that we've been called to do in the way that we are doing it we have a lifespan from the beginning yeah. to the end if we don't accomplish whatever it is that he wants us to accomplish, it will never be done. Yes, somebody can be similar, but even with identical twins, they're not the same. They're very yeah. similar, but they're not even the same. So you have to get outside of your, your stuck place, wherever that stuck place is. That could be a lot of different places for people. And I really believe that we have a custom design assignment mm -hmm. and we have a custom design assigned. And if we don't move forward, especially when people use words that are masquerading like fear, like perfectionism, procrastination, mm -hmm. all these different things at the end of it is fear. And also I believe, and I tell people now, I'm like, perfectionism is a figment of our imagination. That's not something real. We can yeah. never be perfect. Yeah. So the thing is really, simply the formula to make six figures is simple i'm not the best at math i was communications major but i understand <laughs> that if you charge one person a hundred thousand dollars or if you charge 10 people ten thousand dollars it's the same thing you get the same results the frequency and how you do it the amount of people you want to do it that depends on you right mm -hmm. but i believe in doing it quickly i do i believe in doing things quickly why because my whole end game is to help you make six figures. If you make six figures a year, then I think you could live a great life. I, yeah. I just do. You know, yeah. you can make millions, you can make more, but if you make six figures quickly, then you can live a great life quickly, even without money. But in this world, money is the thing. It's a tool. And you're able to make your choices. Yeah. So, you know, you have to be able to just change your mind a little bit and get there. Yeah. I always tell people, that there are some people you want to deal with before you deal with me, because I'm not necessarily the the prerequisite coach. By the time you come to me, 
we ready. So you might have to go with somebody who's more spiritual, more life-based, more, um, you know, fear-focused. I have all kinds of people who do all kinds of things that I partner with, like Kimberly was just saying, Mm -hmm. before you get to me, because I know I'm not for everybody at every stage. I'm not necessarily for the woman out the gate, because we're running quick over here. Mm -hmm. But I do have partnerships, even in my programs, where we have mindset, spirituality, we have, um, physical fitness like health and wellness yeah personality all types of things so you can know you before you start bringing in clients because the detriment of everything of this visibility is like I don't want you to be on the tabloids I don't want <laughs> and that's how I right. think I'm like I don't want you to be on the tabloids because your life you have to be ready for that kind of thing yeah and if you don't have the foundation of that then it's not going to be what you want it to be so let's yeah. get you together then let's get the money. Let's not, you know, and it's okay. That's the journey I had to take. I had to realize certain things about me intrinsically before I could even think about making money because I believe that confidence is directly tied to cash. Yeah. I just do. The more confident you are, you're able to speak with the confidence to ask for $100,000 without batting the eye. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, you said a lot of things that I really loved, you know, it's basically wellness, you know, being able to, uh, to figure out where you are and grow from there, um, having that balance. So I, I think all, I think you have to have balance in order to achieve, like, because I think at some point, and this is what I teach too, at some point you're excellent in one area and then you're short, falling short in other areas. At some point, your, yourself begins to kind of feel defeated because you don't have that balance. And so um, one of the things I truly focus on is physical mental spiritual financial emotional like all of those levels of health so to your point you may not be the coach for everyone because there are people who are really needing to get through that fear journey but then another thing which I think is significant if you want to speak to it for just a minute mindset like how significant and what is it that you do daily in order to, cause I, I, everybody gets stinking thinking. Everybody gets days that you just don't feel sometimes like doing the things that you need to do. So what's a, a mindset tool or how significant is mindset? Do you think in your process to winning? Mindset is key. Again, I think mindset is like cousins to confidence. Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, in the fact of mindset, there are a lot of people, I took 20 women in a boot camp um, online about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And we had, I told them, you have to launch dirty. Like we're going to put this thing at the end of the weekend, Sunday at four o'clock, we're going to put whatever it is out here. We, I don't care. It's not going to be beautiful. It's not going to be whatever it is, but we're going to tell somebody that we have something coming. Oh my gosh. They were the resistance I got at first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. There was, it was, I was like, oh my gosh. And the clients who were in there who had been working with me a while, they're like, they were like, I get, they were there because they had been conditioned to that. But for me, I do lunch quickly and I lunch dirty and I do it afraid and I do it, you know, there are moments, even no scaling to the next level of income for me. I'm like, And I had to call my spiritual life coach and she was like, do you really want to do this? And I had to think about it. Do I really want to do this? And Uh that's the question, you know, even with the six figures, is that something you want to do? You can live a comfortable life at Mm 50,000. You can live a comfortable life working for somebody. These are choices that you have to make. I think we just have to be real with ourselves and be like, do we really want to do it? If not, it's okay. Nobody's going to come kill you. It's your life. 
mm-hmm. it's your life and doing being able to say that yeah. like like for me even now moving from entrepreneurialism to ministry that's mm-hmm. my that's a choice a con, um con, conscious choice that I had to make mm-hmm. that's not like okay when God kind of pushed me that way <laughs> but I had still free will you know what I mean yeah. so I think we make life too hard sometimes yeah yeah take it too seriously life is if we're enjoying life we're gonna have sustained life and we're not gonna be thinking these crazy thoughts and get the help you need like there's a lady on clubhouse I do Mm -hmm. stay on clubhouse (laughs) and I um I told her I said you need to start a room because she helps women of color with therapy mental health issues I'm like people need this and they're not gonna necessarily be like that's not the sexy topic Mm -hmm. that's not gonna be the thing that people come running to but we all need it so if you already help this then and I said that to say that people if you need help if you need help don't be ashamed go get the help you need whether it's financial mental spiritual emotional physical I had a nutritionist last year because I needed physical help I needed to take care of the body I have yeah so yeah absolutely but that is a mindset you know that's a mindset of growth you know, because like you said, a person can stay fixed and you can even have a growth mindset and say, you don't want to make six figures, you're comfortable, whatever, but your mindset and the mindset of those who you work with are those who have a growth mindset or want one and want to be developed into the opportunity to grow. Um, yes. And so you help to keep them accountable to that. You help them to get there and to achieve the things that they want to achieve. And I think, you know, ultimately that fear and all of the stuff that we're carrying with us, it's because we've been conditioned and we've been taught um, and we've been bombarded with a whole bunch of negativity throughout our lives. Somebody is always second guessing us like in different areas of our lives. And, uh, you know, as you know, scientifically, the negative stays with us longer than the positive. And so it's so important to me to associate with people who are positive, who are going where I want to go. It's so significant for me to listen to like audios and read books and different things like that, that are going to feed me as opposed to, because negativity is going to come. It's going to happen. You, all you have to do is turn to the left, turn to the right, and it's going to happen. And so um, I think for me, watching people like you having people like you in my timeline (laughs) is something that I need to feed my soul. Like I don't want any frivolous stuff. I'm very intentional. And I think if no, if you guys don't take anything else from our time together, as you see, this whole conversation has been a lot about intentionality as well as accountability, you know, being accountable to yourself, your goals, um, your mindset, your financial uh, uh, goals that you want to achieve and being able to work with people to bring them along as well. And so I loved our time together. Can I say one thing real Uh quick? I was just about to say, is that, I usually give the guests one last thing, you know, is there one last thing you want to say? Go ahead. Yes, please. Please. It just popped in my mind because of what you were saying about intentionality. And first off, thank you for the invitation to be here. I truly enjoyed myself in this conversation. <laughs> Good. The second thing I definitely want to say is about the fact, you know, even through the process, you know, you know, I was in a car accident yeah. um, last month, right? And so through that process, I had to do the emotional part of that, 
the physical part of that. Then also I moved from Virginia to North Carolina. So that was, you know, a lot of trauma comes with moving. And Mm -hmm. then the third thing is I had to go and actually find a new car, make decisions. The fourth thing was, you know, my family has been struck by COVID. So it's like certain things. I had to deal with all this stuff, still showing up, making intentionality and intentional decisions to show up in my life. Yeah. And even like be honest and say, I can't do this right now. I got to do this and and still serve my mm-hmm. clients and yeah. serve the people who are invested. And I, and I did that not only like now I'm like, okay, I'm resting because it was a lot to take in in about mm-hmm. 30 days. Yeah. But you know, the thing was I did that because it's a no excuse zone, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if I could do that, even though that's not the most detrimental thing that's happened to people, but that still showed people outwardly that I'm still pushing I'm still here yeah and I'm going to do what it is that God called me to do and so my work is not about the money like six figures is good and that's and I do that because of something you said a few moments ago you know most African-American women never make over $25,000 a year in their businesses Mm-hmm. I do that for one because we're breaking statistics, right? Mm-hmm. The second thing I do that for is because I know that we came from slavery. It's ingrained in us to work hard. So I'm, I'm uh, really breaking statistics in the fact like, no, you don't have to do all that. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying roots. You don't have to do all that. That's funny. And for two, we also understand that it is very controversial to some people that we're talking about Christians making money. Mm-hmm. And so I know that God put me on this earth. I'm finally accepting my calling in all kinds of areas because I never wanted to um, stand out. I wanted to blend in. Mm-hmm. I, I want, and it never worked for me. Mm-hmm. So you yep. understand. So the thing mm-hmm. is, we have that's for a reason that God put us in this earth to stand out even the more because yeah. we are supposed to be leading the charge you yeah. know what I mean yeah so that's what I wanted to say I love it yeah I love it and and one of the things that you know when I close out the show I often say to people go and be a light like someone in one of our favorite poems uh, by Marianne Williamson our deepest fear um but then couple that number one not with the scripture Matthew 5 and 16 let your light so shine before men so they will see your works and glorify our father which in heaven it's not about us and Mm -hmm. so that's honestly what helped me to come from behind the scenes because I love being the kitchen help like I work hard in the kitchen I'm marinating you know and that you know the figuratively and people were like you're doing so much behind the scenes and women will be inspired to do more if you come out and you show them that they can do they can be they can aspire you know and that's the reason why every day I am out doing something back to intentionality back to your point because it's not about me the day that it becomes about me then I stop you know what I mean? Like I, I have to, I check myself. That's my accountability. My, that's why I have my relationship with God. You know, it, it, when it becomes about Kimberly, I got to stop. I got to check myself, get back on track because I'm not going to be doing the thing that I'm supposed to do back to what you were talking about as far as calling. And so I love everything that you've said. I've loved our time together as well make sure so guys right now you should see her information scrolling across the screen so you be sure to follow her stay plugged into the different things that she has if you're a christian 
woman in business. We both have a group. We both have different groups. Um, and I believe in collaboration. I believe we, we can continue to learn from each other. I don't believe my group, you got to come to my group and you can't go to her group and all that stuff. I, all this stuff is crazy. So if it speaks to you and you're able to learn, support that. Um, but yeah, her information will be scrolling across the screen so you can make sure to get plugged into all of the things that she's doing. And if you loved this broadcast, this time together, make sure to share it and then also subscribe to our channel. Now, I'm not so big on like making sure I have a whole bunch of numbers because I just want the numbers, but I know what the numbers equate to. The numbers equate to number one, me being the light that I'm supposed to be and somebody hearing this message, for instance, just this one, but what about all the others that they could learn from and help them to grow? But then the numbers also equate to finance. So being able to monetize in order to serve being able to monetize in order to give. Like we said, money is a tool and it takes money. Y'all know it takes money <laughs> in order to do the things that we want to do. So that is why I ask if this spoke to you, please share. Follow us at Coffee and Collaborations. You'll see after the show all of our credits so I don't have to go down the list, but be sure to, to follow us. And if we speak to you, share and let's be a part of the family of growth, the growth mindset, being accountable one to another. Dr. Stevie, if we can keep you accountable to anything at all, let us know. <laughs> definitely <And> will. <laughs> absolutely, and we will, because you know people, people will, you put it out there, they will keep you accountable. <laughs> Y'all keep me accountable for rest. Rest. This is a portion of this year. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm going to be reaching out to you and say, Dr. Stevie, are you resting? Um, <laughs> so you guys have a great rest of your Monday. I appreciate you. Like I said a few minutes ago, go out and be a light. Don't if somebody tells you that you're arrogant, you're vain, all of these different things that the people want to say because they don't understand the power of their own light, you turn away from that. You walk in your light and you shine because it's not about you. It's about the bigger picture, especially if you're a believer. Come on now. We got work to do. Make sure that you grab the coffee in every situation in your life, which means building relationships and you collaborate because two together is greater than one. Have a great rest of your day.